Hey there, Angry Faithful. I just wanted to drop in, bend your ear a little bit, get your attention. So if you're not listening, drop what you're doing and pay attention to me. Because I'm here to inform you that not only can you get your daily, maybe if you're binging it, I'm not sure, that's entirely up to you, but you can multiply your doses of angry me fuckery by paying attention to all of the platforms upon which you can find either the dulcet tones of my voice and David's voice or my pretty face and David's not-so-pretty face. Anyways, digressing. We, not only on we are on YouTube, we are on Spotify, we're on Rumble, we're on Google, Apple Podcast. We have a TikTok page. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and of course, Facebook. So if you find yourself fuckery deprived curl up with a nice hot mug of shut the fuck up and just listen open those ear holes and be prepared to be cream pied like it's the first time thanks for listening welcome angry faithful today we well one we come up with a new i come up with a new phrase johnny Johnny's still on the uh, bouts of the patron saints of fuckery. I like that. I'm going to get a t-shirt with it. With like our face. Well, seeing as that you so eloquently put before we started recording that, I brought up the fact that maybe we haven't obtained that level of patron saint yet. You decided to take it upon yourself to bestow yourself with that title. Fuck yeah. Because you were like, well, maybe you're not there yet. And I'm like, huh, okay, here we go. So please, David, enlighten the angry faithful as to how you obtain the level of patron saint as it relates to the art of fuckery. Well, I mean, Monday wait, night. Wait, Monday, hold on, Monday. hold on. I got to do this properly here. Class is in session, everybody. Shut the fuck up and look up at the teacher. Floor's <laughs> yours now, David. All right. Well, no, uh, it's what happened with uh, uh, one of the people that hang out with us at the divulge names and everything like that. But they were they were there to support me while uh, while I did a open mic night, which I, I'm going to try to do every. Uh, I think uh, O'Brien does it uh, every uh, first Monday and third Monday of the month. So look for that if you actually are in town and everything they're a bunch of good guys and everything uh first round i did i didn't do well in my opinion i was really nervous uh uh kept on bumbling my words and everything like that i need to stick to a a a script type deal but other than that everybody there were supportive uh they were like yeah come back do this again We'll have you come. There's there's another place in Lawton you can come to if you want to go. There there's a lot of support for like comedians right now. Uh, but that was all well and fun. The only bad thing about the whole thing is the person that went with me. Uh, someone kept on trying to uh, get them to go home with them, and she wasn't having that. And I wasn't having that because she was feeling uncomfortable. I was like, hey, listen. Pay your tab. Let's go. Let's just get the fuck out of here. Well, this dude wouldn't stop. 
because he was like, hey, you want you want some drugs? You want some ketamine, some cocaine? I got all kinds of stuff at my place. Y'all can come by and we can we can hang out and we can do some drugs. I was like, no, I'm 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 not that kind of person. And he's like, well, I'll uh, I'll have sex with you if I can have sex with her. I was like, huh? No, no. Uh, I'm gonna I think she's up at the front. She's paying her tab. I grabbed her purse. I was like, let's go. So let's get the fuck out of here. What I'm hearing is that you struck him as being either a pitcher or a catcher and decided to use that as a way in, so to speak. Yeah, pretty much. Huh. Well. Huh. Okay. Okay. I mean, it, it's it's just weird how some people that they they get so desperate for like companionship they're doing. Of course, the guy was like belligerently drunk, so and his friend wasn't helping out any. He's like, "Well, he's a talker, so be careful." I'm like, yeah, well, how that, awkward would have that have been if he'd have had a moment of clarity? Had a you know woke up with a dick in his mouth. <laughs> that would that would that would be like, fucked up. He would have, you know, and just because we just recently finished this series, but Moon Knight, that was yeah. an absolutely great series. That but, was that was a decent series. Yes, I just I really can't get into stuff that flip flops so much. I don't know what it is. You're it's not like a I'm fan missing... of Tarantino fans, aren't you? Are you? No. I, I like like probably about two of his movies. Well, that explains a little bit more about you. Okay. All right. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. So, you know what? I am not going to further give any more credence to the idea that you didn't like Moonlight, Moon Knight. Well, I liked it. It was fans. entertaining. I said uh, it was a great the... series, and you come back with the it was a decent series. It just, it, I it can't was, get it into just, it. I don't know. I just uh, something about it. Something about it that just it seemed it went a little bit too uh, too long. Uh, yeah. See, who that man? Yeah. Uh-huh. I do. I do like. I do like the 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 wife and her costume and everything. That was pretty cool. Uh, that she came out and everything did that, and uh, but other than that, I just it was I think it was the episode with the uh, uh, when he was trapped in a uh, mental institution type deal. That episode just didn't appeal to me. I, that's what threw me off on the whole series. Go give it a second viewing. I'll, I'll get it. And this time, take notes. But uh, comedy news, since we're we're talking about comedy this week, Dave Chappelle got, someone tried to tackle, he got attacked. Yeah, he was doing a show at the Hollywood Bowl, and there was people, and I've been listening to the Joe Rogan experience a lot lately, um, 
during during the morning you know during my drive time at work um i really got to listen to a full episode in its entirety yesterday uh yesterday morning specifically so i had to go back out to corsicana and um for those of you who don't know ge- ge- geographically it's a three and a half hour drive from here to there yeah. so i'm listening to this episode and they were talking about how um you know the the the, the guest that was on that particular episode uh radio rahim uh, he does a lot of uh um, boxing commentating and boxing reporting, right? Really? He's best friends with Dave Chappelle. And uh, so, you know, he was talking about like, you know, there was people that, that I mean, the security at, at, the, at the Hollywood Bowl is a joke. I mean, yeah, you got to get through a metal detector and everything like that, right? But for however, whatever reason, this guy had a weapon on him, like a knife or something, right? He had a knife and a toy gun. Yeah. So, but fact is, he got it through security. He got past the barrier. And the security didn't do anything about it. And if you watch the video, the way that David Chappelle moved, it was a reactionary type of thing, but you know, everybody was like, oh, he's got race, you know, he's got fight training. Well, no, he doesn't. <laughs> it's just, he just, he just moved out of the way and things just kind of planned. You he's know, been jumped it. before and, and Dave yeah. Chappelle's not like a, a small fry either. He's a big No, boy. no, no, no. I mean, he's not a big, he's not a small guy, but um, nowadays, he's yeah, this guy, guy got the absolute dog shit kicked out of him. He did. This guy got the absolute dog shit kicked oh, out of him. Oh shit! He got, I think he got like two broken, uh, two broken arms. Yeah, two broken. Uh, you know, no, Mm-mm-mm. no. Mm-mm. He broke a couple of ribs. Um, I think he's got a concussion. But yeah, this dude got stomped like yeah. bad, and you know, and event security, their job is to stand there with their back to the stage yeah. because they are meant to scan the crowd and look for fucking crazy people. It didn't look like they had any kind of security up uh, back or up front. There, there was, there was, but they were too busy looking at the show. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, and, and apparently the general consensus around the entertainment industry is that, security at the Hollywood Bowl specifically has always been a problem. So, you know, instead of bringing in these like minimum wage people, like, you know, get some off-duty cops and pay them to come in and and work security for these events. And, you know, just figure out something better to do because it's, it's not working, you know, with what they got. And Dave Chappelle, I mean, they said he's okay. He was making a joke about it the next night. You know, it just, but the fact is that, you know, Dave Chappelle's been under a lot of fire lately, ever since his last Netflix special. Yeah. And. Well, they try, it pisses me off. They tried, the the first report was like, oh, because of his trans, his, his opinion on transgender. I was like, they're jokes. Yeah, that's exactly it. They're, and he was jokes. He was that just happened 
to be about the trans, trans woman yeah you know i mean because his entire his, life it was his friend and if 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 anybody watched that uh that uh it was basically a love one, letter it was to his friend that came, that killed herself yeah what's really sad about the whole thing it was a oh man that whole special was really great up to that it, it was really great up to that point and then you stop laughing and you start crying that, that's what made it even a heart trigger it was it i i was like tearing up at the end i was like is, is well, there like Chappelle, a as far as comedy is concerned dave Chappelle is a absolute genius yeah um he ranks you know, up there with like uh richard Pryor, every murphy sam kennis and uh, well, a lot of the greats i think but dave Chappelle kind of takes on his own class yeah, he takes I mean, his own class. And this but is no, well, was, no, no. He's up there in, the, in let, the field. Let, let me you, let me finish. Okay. Okay. He's kind of up there by himself because, I mean, yeah, you've got the greats that are out there. You've got the Priors. You've got the Eddie Murphys. You've got the you know even to an extent back in the day the Bill Cosby's. Um, you know, you've got Lewis Black. You've got. You know, I mean, they're just the list goes on, right? But the way that Dave Chappelle does things, right? Being in comedy is hard because, yeah, I mean, you you can look at the world. You you have to be able to look at the world, right? Um. David Tell. Look at David Tell for you know, for example. He used to have that show Insomniac, right? Yeah. Okay. Getting torched, hammered, just absolutely obliterated on a nightly basis. But he's up at the next morning, sitting in a coffee shop, reading the fucking newspaper, trying to find new material. Yeah. And you know, I mean, there's I mean, there's a lot of comics out there that that they still drink, you know, whatever. But uh, like like Ron White, um, I think he's trying to quit drinking. Ron White, no, Ron White actually quit drinking. Well, he he said that in the last uh, episode that he was on a uh, on Rogan, but I don't know. I just hope he doesn't relapse and everything like that because this is like his like third try, I guess. Well, the fact of the matter is is that he's doing it. David Tell, yeah, he's completely sober. Um, was that Arnie uh, Hammer? No, that's the actor. Fuck, like <laughs> Arnie something. But dude that has you know, like a missing nose because of his cocaine addiction. But you know it. I mean, a lot of these comics that are out there that it, that that used to party, like party, they're cleaning their acts up. And, and and I'm not saying their act is in their stage presence, but I'm talking about their lives. They're they're cleaning up and they're getting sober, they're getting dry. And some of them, yeah, Arnie it's affected Lane, their show. It. Yeah, some of them it's affected their show. All right, well Artie Artie, he's the uh he works for Howard, right? Howard Stern? Still? Uh he did a little bit of uh stuff for Howard Stern, but he's still a comedian. Yeah. But 
God, he is, his nose is fucked off. Take a look at this. <sighs> okay. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. No, 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 you're fine. Um, <laughs> I just realized that text you sent me at 4.30 about picking up the equipment. Yeah. Oh, wow, damn. I was asleep. I just now saw it. Yeah, but he can he can get that rebuilt, but it's just going to take a lot of money. But, you know, I mean, it like me I can be funny from time to time, but it's not like I can sit down and write jokes. I mean, I think I would be an incredibly bad stand-up comedian. I really do. But you're actually a good writer. But I'm not prolific enough. No, no, no. And, and that's okay. just me being and that's just <laughs> me being realistic. You know, I mean it's not me being all self deprecating. It's 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 me being realistic. Like I look at I look at look at what some of these comedians do and the bits that they write. And I mean, you just have to have a knack for that. You just have to have a penchant for it. Yeah. And I don't have the ability <clears throat> I mean at least right now. I mean, if I were to sit down and kind of like dedicate some time, you know, and I sit there and take my alpha brain twice a day, every day for like a month to focus on learning how to write jokes, I could probably do it. Not with the efficiency or the, uh, Or even the cons- consistency that a lot of these professional comedians have. Yeah, it takes and it takes a while to get. It that does. Kind it of, takes uh, a really rhythm. long time, and you really have to commit to it. You really have to be all in, and you're gonna bomb a set every once in a while. I mean, Joe Rogan was talking about it. Um, he said, uh, he said that you know it's like his second, third, you know, first, second, and third sets. You know, people were laughing, and they were like, "Yeah, you know," and he was getting into it. He said he felt like maybe it was his fourth or fifth set that he bombed. And he was like, oh. He said he actually contemplated going back into kickboxing. Mm. But, you know, (laughs) I mean, because it was funny. Just it it wasn't funny. Let me let me let me rephrase that. It was kind of. You know, enlightening to hear Joe Rogan talk about it because he was talking about. Um, Because that uh, Radio Rahim guy was asking. The same kind of satisfaction that you got from winning a fight. Do you get that same effect from having a good set? You know, having a good bit? And he goes, no, absolutely not. It's not even close. You know, because when you're done and 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 you murder, I mean, you just absolutely kill with your set. As soon as it's over, you go back into your notes like, okay, well, that was cool. It's nice to have. But... I need to get back to work. You know, I need to keep writing jokes. Yeah. Because, I mean, you can can get the jokes outlined and you can get them on paper and you can learn them, but you've got to, you got to refine them and and you got to have like your focus groups, you know, like David Tell would call people, just other comics and just run bits by them. And he's like, think that's going to work? And they're like, yeah, all right, great. Or no, 
ah, fuck. Okay. And then he would hang up and just like, you know, rewrite his stuff. Well, that just goes up to the professionalism of uh, any person that does anything. Like uh, Michael Jordan was the same way when he like won the games. He, he, he won a, he, he won the big game Mm -hmm. and he would go back. Okay. Now first person to first person to the facility, last person to leave. Tom Brady's the same way. He'd be the first person to show up in the mornings, be the last guy to leave the practice field. And, you know, he's constantly in the film room. Michael Jordan's constantly in the field room or film room. Um, Tiger Woods is always out there practicing. He's always working on his swing. He's always working on shot shaping and, 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 and just the greats that we associate with whatever it is that they're great at. You, you find that that that's, that's their entire focus. That is, that's all that they do. And that's, that's a kind of dedication and, you know, and it really is, um, you know, you'll, you'll even see it with like actors like Daniel day Lewis, you know, or, um, Christian Bale to an effect. I mean, you'll get, you'll get these individuals that excel at this one thing and they put so much of their life, so much of their time, so much of their energy into getting better. You know, notice I never said the word perfecting because nobody's ever going to obtain that level of perfection. It's going to be getting better because you can always be better because with as much hard work and talent that you may have, there's always going to be a bigger fish out there. Yeah, I've I've always thought that there was a a famous uh, pianist that uh, I don't remember his name, but it's just what he said. It's like uh, so uh, a reporter asked, "Is like, hey, do you think you're you mastered this?" It's like, I don't know, I'm still practicing. And that that's what you have to do when when you have like uh, a job that you like and you love and you dedicated to it. Yeah, I mean, like like us doing this podcast, we're, we're dedicated to it, but we we learn what we can improve on, what we we're, we're doing, uh, what works out for us, and everything like that. Uh, uh, and and we just keep on pushing too, and we figure out things that could actually help us out. Uh, right now, we're in that limbo area, which I I don't like being in, only because. I want us to improve more and we're just not there yet only because we have lives that we have to live. I mean, yeah, you're about to move down to Houston and you're getting your stuff set up for there. And, and I've been getting my dick kicked in at work. I mean, God, it just, I mean, we were supposed I mean, I'm, to do I'm, I'm, like I'm, what, four episodes this weekend. Yeah. And I mean, I was on my way back from uh, Corsicana yesterday and I'm, I'm, I'm on 45. I'm just about to get, I'm working my way towards the 287 exit, right? Mm-hmm. I'm over there in uh, Mansfield. And I mean, we're doing about 85, 90 miles an hour out there, right? Well, I mean, I'm in the truck by myself, but I'm trying not to get run over. So, but, and I'm like, I'm blinking out. Like I am freaking exhausted, right? Because it wasn't, terribly hot it was in the 90s like low 90s but yeah, there was the humidity like um i was out mowing the grass earlier and it was a yeah it was 102 when i was mowing so but you know so 
<laughs> I'm looking for an exit. I'm like, I'm about to fall the fuck asleep behind this wheel. And I cannot be having that shit, right? Yeah. I said, you know, I got I got kids, I got I got Mindy, I got I got I got this life that I need to live. And I'm not going to push myself for this fucking company that I work for. Yeah. And uh you know, so I mean and and I had pulled over into what used to be a gas station, found a shade tree to park up underneath. And I just, I locked the doors and I, I leaned the seat back and I closed my eyes for about 10, 15, 20 minutes. And you had texted me and I was like, dude, yes. I mean, I explained the situation to you and you were like, what the fuck? You yeah. Know? And, you know, and dude, everything that I had on yesterday, completely soaked, completely soaked. I mean... Remember that guy that we used to work with and he would sweat at the drop of a hat, right? Yeah. It was like that yesterday. I mean, my my hat that I wear at work, it's completely soaked. Still, it's not dry yet. I'm glad I'm working in an air conditioning uh, air conditioning place today. I mean, it's I still going to be hot and I have to have fans on and everything like that. But Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I mean... The job does have days where it's pretty easy and it's pretty rewarding. But those days are becoming far further and further in between. And with the way that the scheduling is working, the way that the communication is working from the owner down to our level, I mean, in the middle, communication's not that bad. I mean, the, the communication's passable for something that could be considered communication. I mean, there's a flow of ideas exchanging back and forth, right? You know, but as far as the owner who is MIA and he's very despondent, you know, he doesn't, doesn't communicate via in person, doesn't communicate on the phone. He communicates via text and is very, very detached. And the, the tone of these text messages is I don't want to deal with this. You figure it out and you make this happen, you know? And that was the situation with this customer down in Corsicana. It was, it was put on my lap, put on my shoulders to fix it. Right. Well, you know, we're not going to debate the reasonings as to why I had to go out there at all, you know, because the job was fucked to begin with. Right. Mm -hmm. So, but I'm like, all right, so I'm just trying to make it make it right. And due to the inability or the lack of um I, I don't want to call it ineptitude. It's either an uh, well, yeah. Either the lack of want or the inept well, no. I'm trying to cry I'm trying trying to diplomatically state this. Because I don't think that it's a lack of ability, okay, on the part of the owner to not reach out to the to this customer after several requests to have the owner call him directly, right? I think it's uh, I think it's either an inability to care or just a straight up lack of desire. 
Yeah, well, I, I'm and either way, I mean, either way, it's it's coming off as very unprofessional, and you know, we're the ones that are going out here into the field and and, and seeing this, and I'm like, I just, I'm done with it. I really, really am, um, you know, and I, I try to show up and I try to make the best of it, you know, because I still do need to make money until I move, yeah. you know, but at what cost, you know, and. and I'm not complaining terribly that I've worked the last three Saturdays because I mean, there's people that work Saturdays like they're nothing. Yeah. But it's, it's different for uh, the situation that you're in because you're, you're working a Saturday because the other people that work the job couldn't get the job done. Right. Yeah. I Basically, mean, you're going out of your way to fix somebody's fuck up when you could have done it on a Monday. It's like, hey, I'm doing it on Monday. Well, we need to get yeah, this we'll done see, because this coming, like, no. right? Like this coming week, <laughs> this coming week, I asked a week and a half ago if I could have this coming Friday off because Mindy's coming up and we're going to go get our marriage license. Yeah. Right. And and this is something that, that needs to happen on that day because it's not like she can just, oh, well, I'm going to pop up there, you know, it's <laughs> six hours, six and a half hours for her to yeah. get here. And with gas prices being what they are, that's an expensive endeavor. Yeah, yeah. I, me going down there, I, I hit the gas prices that were the highest. It was like 390 for just filling up, and it cost me mm-hmm. probably about $300 to get down there. you know and that's round trip and -hmm. it's like you know i'm just like but so i'm having to try to work with the scheduler to move my schedule around for this week meanwhile the owner's going well i don't know if that's even going to be possible like well I'm going to break it down to you like this. If you're telling me that I'm not going to be off on Friday or at the very least do something local that's small, like, and I'm talking small, that takes minimal effort or at least, you know, whatever, just something, right? That's not going to A, require me to go out of town, B, require me to be committed all day i'm that'll be my last day and i hate to be that way about it no sometimes with people like that you have to be like it sucks it sucks and we're just And, and it's funny because it's like he's taking out his personal issues on everybody whether he's choosing to do it, per, you know, whether he's doing it intentionally or not, he, he's 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 taken his employees, he's taken his company, and kind of just dropped it in in the middle of a kill zone, and he's just I don't know. It, I'm not going to pretend to know everything that's going on in this guy's life because I don't want to, but. You know, it's kind of at the same time. I'm like, if it's expected of us to make 
sacrifices, so to speak, like me having to bring my boys to work with me last weekend, then he can make certain sacrifices and bring his sorry ass into work and be there, you know, and offer solutions, not dictate edicts to us as to how he thinks it needs to be, you know, needs to get done because I don't know if you're keeping score or not, but the, the, uh, the general consensus and opinion of this company is not very high. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because obviously, uh, what I he's work, been I doing, like with a different couple of uh, construction people. And yeah, and they're like, they how know is he him, they're like, business? how is he? How does this stuff actually work? And this is this is people that will like do painting and everything like that. They're like, it's crap work. We went we went to one of the jobs that uh, were done in town and everything. Uh, we had a we had to fix like a door or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was a quick fix and everything. We were in and out within like 20, 30 minutes. It was like, and I looked at it and I was like, oh shit, this is crap. And my coworker was like, what are you talking about? I was like, the concrete work here. I was like, oh yeah, you used to do this. It's like, yeah, this is crap. I guarantee it wasn't uh, my my crew. Because I don't even remember being over here. It was just a Well, there, there are two companies in town now that do that. And one of them no, is owned they, by. They said they got it done by Nathan. They, they specifically oh, okay. said that. Because it was, it was, they had a couple of spots that were coming up and everything. It was, it was just really bad work. And unless yeah. you actually do the job, you would never notice. You would actually have to pay attention to it. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, like I spent all day out there yesterday, and um, <laughs> I got it done. And, you know, I, I, I made made the cleanup the best that I could and everything like that. But, um, <laughs> and I'll talk to you more about it off camera, but good God, <laughs> this, whew, I don't want to go back out there. Talking about that, though, uh, divorces and everything, the Amher Hearst and Johnny Depp trial, that was, that was a circus. Is that still going, or did they conclude that? That they concluded it. Uh, Johnny Depp won. Uh, he, they pretty much uh, said that all of the stuff that she did was on her and not him, and he wasn't the aggressor of the whole thing. And I think some of the people were actually saying that she was doing a lot of coking uh, in the courtroom. I don't think I don't think so either. I, I don't think, think that was there was any true. actual drug use occurring in the courtroom before, maybe after, probably, most likely. But during no. Uh-uh. But I don't know. Some people have that kind of balls. Or stigma. But the whole thing was to just me, a well joke. to me. Go ahead. Yeah, well see to me what this Depp heard trial brought brought further into the spotlight is that elephant in the room that nobody's been wanting to talk about for decades is that the men can be victims of domestic violence. Yeah. If you look at footage from the, from the Will Smith slap, right? When Chris Rock dropped that joke, 
he was laughing. Yeah, Will Smith Jada was laughing gave his off, him a uh, look until, until Jada, Jada gave, gave him a look. look. Yeah. And then he, oh, I got to do this. You know, like on, on, and she went around the house following him one day with a camera and he's like, look, don't use me for clout because my social media is very important to me because it allows him to connect with his fans. And he actually loves, but then she turned the camera around on her own face and she just kind of went, and then she posted it. Right. Yeah. I mean, female narcissism isn't, it's a thing. Female, we've, co- we've we've covered a couple of them. <laughs> female abuse towards men is a thing, and you know everybody's like, "Oh, well, you're just a man. You know, you just got to toughen up." I'm like, well, no, how about fuck that and fuck you? Because, yeah, I mean, we can be tough. Women can be tough too, and you know, domestic violence is domestic violence. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, it was it's like, like men uh, can be sexually harassed. You know, I mean, it's like, oh well, you're the man. How how are you being sexually harassed? You know, it's like, um, first off, I don't need large Marge I'm, over I'm here talking about how she. I'm, you know, I'm, I don't I'm need I, the show. I, I don't need Martha or Mildred over here fucking talking about how they want to cradle my balls in their hand, oh, and if yeah. I don't do it, it's my job. You know, it's like. It's it's all fun and games. Women want to be held to this like level of hey, I want to be accountable. All right, not accountable. Let me back up. I want to be equal. I want all the same rights and opportunities. But and I'm not saying this is about all women, so don't don't get that twisted. But there are a lot of women out there that refuse they, they want all these equalities, they want all these opportunities, they want all these rights, you know, it's like okay. First off, you don't have it nearly as bad as you think you do. But all that aside, you've got all these rights. You've got all these opportunities. You've you've got all this A, B, and C. But they don't want the same accountability. They want that free pass. We had to fight for this. No, we we deserve this. No, you fucking don't. (laughs) And... (laughs) I'm not going to resort to calling somebody a bitch or anything like that, but it's like. I'll call a personal conflict. Sorry. No, 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 no. I'm talking about just women in general, you know, like, oh, these bitches over here. No. Yeah. Okay. But all that aside, they they want all these opportunities and qualities and rights and everything like that. And they want all these, all this, 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 this. Oh, the man gets all that, 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 that. Okay, fine. We've made the playing level or playing field level. Great. Awesome. But, but they don't want that same accountability. Like period. They don't want that same accountability. And, you know, so, cause whenever that stuff turns around and blows up in their face, like, okay, well now you're guilty of doing the same things that you just accused this guy of doing. So how are we supposed to approach this? How do you want us to deal with this? Yeah. It's well, just... I'm a woman. How How is he a victim? He's a man. Yeah. You know, and, and it's just so double standard. It's so double speak. It's so contradictory. It's, it's laughable. And I don't know. 
I mean, we, we've, we've on so many different levels, we've, we've acknowledged the different types of workplace stresses and stressors and things like that. Trying to make the workplace a more presentable, trying to make the workplace a little bit more efficient, I guess, for lack of a better term. Yeah. By... Well, you know, just recently, one of my neighbors was having problems with uh, their, their job and it was, it was all logistics. Uh, people weren't getting some of their stuff to work. Uh, some people weren't. Uh, the whole their whole system went down for like three hours. It, it was just a whole. Uh, and, and she's a she's a well strong person and everything like that. But if she's like it broke me down for like two days, and I'm still not even there yet. And it's just stress like that coming from you know you your your stress is your job it, uh the people aren't caring about the the business they make yeah and another turn is is uh the job uh a different person's job is just not giving them the tools to work and that's how it is with a lot of jobs mm-hmm. they they want you to work bare minimal to get the most out of it Yeah. And I mean, it's like with you, you know, with, with the opportunities that the opportunity that you've been presented with, you know, very lucky that you were able to get another opportunity at this place that you're going to go back to, you know, but when you go back, I mean, there's going to have to be an expectation there, right. On your part, yeah. That you're going to expect them to be able to say, okay, look, I know what it was like before, but here's how it's going to work now. This is the new standard, and this is our responsibility to make sure that we're teaching you that standard. So That's the only problem with this job is I didn't have any kind of problems with it because they always taught the stuff that uh, I needed. Mm-hmm. They always paid good. They made sure that you got everything. The only problem is it's it's a lucrative business. Where it goes up and down. It, when it goes down, it goes down heavy. Yeah. That that's the only only problem and everything like that. But of all the jobs I've had, this is the only one I would go back to in a minute of because, you know, they're good people. Yeah. Other, uh, any other job if, if they if they ask us like, Hey, can we have you to come back and everything? Things change. I was like, No, they haven't. Uh, you know, and, and I think the reason why the, the number one biggest reason why I haven't left that company yet to focus on my transition from Wichita Falls to, the, you know, south of Houston is, you know, I, I don't, I don't like to quit things. I just don't. I gotcha. And it's not some kind of fierce loyalty to this company. I mean, yeah, he gave me an opportunity when I didn't have a job and you know, to make some money to to kind of feel better about myself, to to be able to to provide things. Yeah. It, it's just it's coming to the point now where
the expectations are unrealistic. I saw that from the get-go. And with the level of customer service expertise, (laughs) and I say that very laughingly, because even when you were even when you were working with me, that was one of the biggest problems was communication from the company to the customer. And when they were communicating, it was very touch and go. And the words customer service in our company name was not synonymous with each other. Oh, yeah. So and, and that's still a problem. It's getting better. But it's not getting better fast enough. But. The person, the one person whose name is tied to everything, he's MIA. He's very detached, very despondent, and almost kind of gives off the impression that he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. You know, and and it's to the point now, like, the last two paychecks have not been direct deposited. They've been issued as paper checks, and they've all been post-dated. Oh, Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, so that no going to work, huh? Mm-mm. Yeah. I had, I had that thing, uh, I had dealt with that with uh, when I was working for uh, maid service. They went on my check. I was like, I went to go cash a check at a regular place, and they were like, oh, you can't cash a check here. I was like, why not? I, I was totally confused because I've always had jobs. The, the check's cashed. Yeah. And I went in there. They're like, "Well, you checked bounce last night." I was like, "Excuse me, <laughs> what? that was that was a business huh? check. I, I didn't. I, I I worked for this company, and they paid me this the check. This is the payment they gave me. And you're saying it's bounce. I want. Oh, I did it as simple as possible, so I could get. I just was that with this company? Know. No, oh, I was okay. with the maid service. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. All right. See, that's. That's what I get for not actively participating. I was looking at something. Yeah. but <laughs> I'm sorry. But they literally, I mean, that was the first job. And the next day I was like, hey, uh, I went to another place to cash my check. And I, I, I went to where I was like, listen, either I'm going to, I'm going to cash this check. Is it going to clear? If it's not going to clear. I want cash right now and I'm out. Like, yeah. Oh no, no. I was like, no, no, no. Is it going to go through? Uh, if you give it a couple of days, I was like, cash now I'm out. Well, we really yeah. need, I was like, no cash. Now I'm out. I always have the money on the barrel. Mm-hmm. So that's fucking ridiculous. I guess we can close it on uh, this episode our little rants and everything like that. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm going to, I want to end it on a good note here. So, um, so (sighs) all right. So, and this is completely random, right? So, it's been well documented uh, on this show that I have a problem with Funkos, right? Yeah. 
Are you going to yeah. shut down your Funko stuff now? No, no, no. I, uh... <laughs> I did. Now, my collection... It's by comparison to some other of these more serious collectors. It's cute. It's a good start, right? Yeah. My collection is now valued at $5,181. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. There was there was one other thing at, uh, that I wanted to uh, talk about. And it's about the comp- company that we love and cherish. Oh yeah, okay. Well, yeah, let's do it. Go for it. Uh, apparent. I don't know if this was an actual uh, thing that some uh, news company was just putting it out there, but they're saying right now that uh, Black Rifle Coffee had uh, uh, <clears throat> not filed all the uh, forms and everything, and I think it was in, uh, they were uh, supposedly uh, docking them for insider trading and whatnot. And their stock went down from twenty buck twenty dollars to like twelve, I think now on closing day of Friday. Went down like eight points. Yeah, it's yeah. at eleven seventy one right now. Yeah. Yeah, because I was up as high as $150 um total, like net value on my account. And their 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 shares were almost like around twenty twenty five dollars. Yeah, well, that's what that's what happened. Some report came out that they didn't uh, file everything correctly. Now they're getting docked and everything. I was like, that's they went to the stock exchange. They had to have all the documents going through beforehand before they mm-hmm. actually did all that. So, I think someone's just making a play to uh, tarnish the company. In my opinion, I mean it. It just—it's just of all the documents and everything that's coming down. It just seems that all the stuff is stuff that you have to take care of before you start the company or uh, making it go public. <laughs> what? Ooh, I just happened to pull up Amazon, right? Uh huh. They have a lights or a, a, a Luke Skywalker lightsaber floor lamp that is five feet tall. It's 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 his his lightsaber that's mm-hmm. activated. And it's a five foot tall lamp for one hundred and forty dollars. Send me a picture. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm going to send you the link to it. Okay. Uh, there. Don't tell me you did this. No, I sent it to your phone. Okay. Okay, there we go. Gee, that's fucking awesome. Guess I know what I'm buying this. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, 
oh that i see that lamp in my future as in like on uh you know in, in do in they the have other room. ones i don't know Ooh, yeah they've got uh they've got darth vader's Darth Vader's is 130. Color, this bad boy to my list. There's a used one for 100 bucks. Yeah, but why? See, you can buy all the. Apparently, there's three of them. Oh, one's a uh, oh, they got they got uh, uh, desk lamps stands for fifty bucks. They have lightsaber, pepper, and salt mill grinders. Yeah. Oh, dude, 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 dude. Oh. Use your words. Oh. Come on. Oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to use words, but uh, I'm, I'm just gonna send you the picture because I can't find the, the link shit right now. Oh, this is definitely getting bought. This is definitely getting bought. Look at this. I'm be amazed. If you buy that and hang that in your bedroom, you are never getting laid. I don't know. You you saw the. Uh, you are never gonna get laid. You you seen the. Uh, By the caliber of people that live in our town, you will never get laid. I don't know about that. And if you do, she's going to have a funky cheese smell to her. Dude, did you not see that uh, TikTok video sent to everybody on the... Uh, uh, no, you didn't because you're asleep. Uh-huh. Oh, God, she was gorgeous. I need to find her. I need to Again, track her down. With the caliber of woman that lives here. Oh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Never going to get it. Never going to get it. Never going to get it. Well, wow, it's wow, like, wow, why, wow. why did you have, I've, I've met some women that, well, I did date one, did date one, but she ended up, she was Luco. So she ended up uh, stalking uh, Jason. So that wasn't fun. It was horrible. They even make them in desk lamps. Fifty bucks. Yeah, is yeah, a that's, Darth what I, that's, that's what I was, inch. Show, I was telling you. I mean, there, there's like you can buy like three of them for like fifty, uh, three hundred sixteen dollars, or something like that. Or it's a whole set for three hundred sixty dollars. They're fifty dollars a piece. I don't know. I was, I was looking at something that was like it added up to like three hundred and. Anyways. I ended up three hundred nineteen dollars. Buy all three. Uh, okay, it it's it's the it's Darth Vader's uh, floor lamp, Luke Skywalker's floor lamp, and then 
uh, Darth Vader uh, Nightlight. No, oh, is it the helmet? Right, with the Death LEDs? Lamp. Yeah. Death Lamp. Yeah. Oh, new trailer came out. Uh, so I think that was the final trailer for Obi-Wan? Yeah. I cannot wait for that to come out. It just sucks because it was we were supposed to have it this month, and they pushed it all the way to the end of the month. Mm-hmm. There you go. Ugh. It's like make fucking Doctor Strange. Do they have a they have the Halo uh, Halo Sword uh, Destiny? The energy sword. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I want to get one of those energy swords where like okay, so the the hilt is made out of metal, but I want it to where I you know I want. The Hacksmith made one that where, like, actual plasma blades came out. Mm-hmm. But I want one that looks good, that lights up, to hang on the wall. And I want it to be a one-for-one. One. I still want to get... I'm, I'm still thinking, because I'm thinking about my uh, uh, studio, when I'm actually going to make a studio. Uh, I know I want to get the... Uh, Conan the Barb. I think either I, I I think I really want the Conan the Barbarian sword because I like the green tint to it yeah, compared to the uh, gold. You, you one. do you boo boo. I know, but I want that sword. I've seen I've seen like rep oh, shitty replicas. They're like, oh, this is a Conan. Sword. I was like, that's not the Conan sword. That's no, not the sword. It's, it's not you. You need to. You just need a hush. <laughs> but. I think I only found like one once. I found a couple of one of them online. They're like, I think it was like eighty bucks. It's more or less just a, a yeah something to put up on the wall. Yeah, the Halo Light Up Covenant Energy Sword Collectible Desktop Lamp with LED light. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Because at some point, and I cannot believe that these words are about to slip loose from my tongue, but there's at a certain point where I feel like I need to grow up. Not enough to the point where I stop collecting things like figures and Funkos, but like overwhelming the overall theme of decor in the places that I'm living it's called a man cave, and you can decorate it. That's the only spot you're allowed to decorate. I know, but my man cave is going to have something like a set it's of gonna, seats from Fenway Park. There's going to be fucking astroturf. Huh? It might leak out a little bit. Well, like, I'm going to carpet my, my man cave with astroturf. Like, take your fucking shoes off when you walk in my damn cave. Is that hard to clean? AstroTurf? Because it's, it's just plastic. No. Yeah, it's just, just it's nylon, plastic. Just, you know, don't let me catch you in there spilling shit on my carpet. No, the dogs won't be in there because I don't want them crapping on my floor. That would That would be difficult to pick up. But anyways, uh, I think that's the end of the episode. I mean, we're just 
having a good conversation on, on the last bit of that. <clears throat> Sorry. And uh, if anything, yeah, I'd everybody... say edit out all the bad shit, but because the last half of the episode is where it really started to evolve into something good. Yeah. <laughs> but no, no. Warts and all. This is yeah. a, this is this is what we are. Yeah. Patron states of fuckery. Well, until I obtain that level, apparently, it is just the patron saint. I'll Singular. take it. I'll take patron it. Patron saint of fuckery. I'll take it. Now, the kind of fuckery that he may be or may not be into, depending on which way the gate swings, is entirely up to him and him alone. <laughs> uh, they don't swing that way. They push out. They don't push in. They, as in, you've got more than one. What's going on there? Uh, sometimes I throw up. You got to think of both holes, man. I've got to start packing. Move. <laughs> And I have done the minimal job here. I, I need to seriously get after it. Yeah. As I'm sitting here staring around this place, and I'm like, yeah. Police, you, you don't have that much to pack. I mean, just that room, right? Mm, yeah. Because the other stuff is in storage. No. The other stuff is in the carport now. I closed out that storage unit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because it went from 65 to 75 to 85 to 95 dollars in that amount of time. Jesus. And I'm like, fuck you, people. Yeah, I would too. Because you're not, you're charging me a hundred bucks for a 10 by 12. Actually, no, it wasn't even that. It was, it was a 10 by 10. It wasn't climate controlled. Like the, the, the and and then and then you had to provide proof of insurance, or they were going to tack on an extra ten dollars to have their insurance. That's actually cheaper. Most of the insurance for like rain stuff and everything like that's like eleven dollars. <sighs> I don't care. But yeah, uh, no. What's really sad is uh, when I was doing yesterday's episode of Psychos and Sociopaths, uh, the killer ended up bringing a hotel room or a motel room for like 25 bucks i was like what i didn't, i always come up with like 100 bucks for a hotel room and that's the shitty ones and that's on like bookit.com or some shit like that i'm like fuck that that what happened after like 20 years that inflation was just like hit its highest That free Wi-Fi ain't really free. I know, right? But anyways, everybody, thank you for watching. I'm David Dickerman. I'm Johnny Skelton. And I'm waiting for it. No, thank you for watching. Victory! <laughs>